You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast Show 162, December 16th, 2021. Uh, Dave, we're a week and a, and a day away from Christmas Eve. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions before we get into tonight's show. Um, first off, what are you drinking tonight? You're just doing, uh, I saw you had a mug in your hand. What are you going with tonight, first off? I'm feeling a little festive. Um, so I have, uh, for my drinking pleasure tonight, a nice rum and eggnog. I, uh, I love a rum and eggnog. There, okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was listening. I can't remember what, it, what I was listening to today or yesterday, what it was. And they were talking about eggnog. And I can't remember the last time I had an eggnog. I may have had one last year. I may have not. I don't recall. Oh, no, I, I did. I, I had I one. Me and the producer had a Christmas Eve thing, uh, Christmas thing. And I had one or two. But before that, it was years. I don't get I, it. I buy eggnog every year. Like, I'm not saying, like, it comes on the shelf around December. No, um, I think it's earlier than that now. I was sorry, December, October. Yeah. And um I uh I pour myself one I don't know. I go through probably two two liter jugs every Christmas season. Yeah. With eggnog with a little crack and rum and then I have fresh uh nutmeg. Nutmeg. And yeah, I, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, and then I with that fresh egg uh nutmeg with the crack and rum and the 2% not that full fat eggnog. Holy that gives me a bellyache. That's a little the, too much. Uh, the thing that I find a little funny about eggnog, like after Christmas morning, is that it for the nog? That's her, hey? Or can it, can it roll through to, to New Year's Eve and yeah, then New to Year's New Year's Eve, Day yeah. and no. then that's it? New Year's no, Eve, no, that's it? New Year's Eve, yeah. If it's New Year's Eve morning, if, probably. Yeah, if there's any in the fridge in January, it gets poured down the drain. So why is that just a, a, a holiday drink and, and that's it? Why, why can't you have it in February, say, for like if you go on a ski trip for, for family day weekend? Why? 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 Like, uh, why can't you have eggnog? Because it warms the soul. Like, it's it's a, just a question. I think so. I think so. It, 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 it's a seasonal drink. And, and I don't know. Like it, for, for, for myself, it's just uh, it, it makes me a little bit more festive for whatever reason. No, I, I get. I've just never been a, a nog guy. Maybe this uh, this weekend, maybe I'll pick some up. And when I get back to the Lethbridge uh, in the coming uh, next crack, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, gonna be cracking rum. Cracking rum. That See, spice I'm a, rum. I'm a spice rum guy, but man, that 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 shit tastes like candy, and I get a little bit goofy on that stuff once a year. Well, I've done it once, and I can't help it. Like it's candy to me. I, I well, get. Then, well then like then maybe you better buy more than two liters of eggnog because uh, like the eggnog <laughs> with uh some cracking and fresh like the i think the secret ingredient uh-huh. is the the fresh grated uh nutmeg on top it really it really pulls it together well, and, I like, uh, I, and i like drinking it out of a tin mug too there you go it's all festive stuff and everything else we'll get into some more christmas things you got something planned for later on in the show but uh, Dave, on Tuesday night, I, actually, I'm going with the uh, one shot left. I went to, to Hell's Basement Brewery last night here in Medicine Hat, uh, met up with a friend, uh, James Shaky McPhail, and we had a few beers. Uh, yeah, it was good to see him again. 
and uh, the brewery was uh, wasn't busy, but just enough people in there to make it nice, best of everything else. And the the beer was flowing; it was great. But anyways, Dave, on Tuesday night, uh, Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors, great, probably the greatest three point shooter of all time, passed the record uh, for the most three point most three pointers ever shot uh, in NBA history. It's a uh, it's a record, but for a record that's uh, something that's only been around since 1979. Uh, when the, the three-point line came in the NBA, it was in the ABA before that and everything else. But it's a record that's going to be broken a thousand times. And the record that he broke, uh, Ray Allen, I believe it was, um, that one we broke a thousand times over. It's it's cool. It's neat. But I don't think it should have got the uh, the TSN fanfare and the ESPN fanfare and the, everything else that it did. Because to me, it's it's just something I, I you know what I, like I, I, it doesn't like it's it's the same as if, if a guy has a lot of field goals in fo- in football um historically i think it means less than that because people have been kicking field goals since the, the game of football has been played competitively um the the fact that this has been only going on that it was only a rule in 1979 right so there was a new record holder every year um that the historical sense of the three-point line doesn't give this record the the gravity or the gravita that it should um but i will disagree with uh your point about uh, making a big deal with it because steph curry is one of the good guys he's a guy that's, hey, that, easy that's to- my next point dave that that is that if it was I'm going to throw a basketball player out there that didn't shoot a lot. If it was Dennis Rodman getting this record, um, would have got the same fanfare. If it didn't happen to MSG, would have gotten the same fanfare. You know what I mean? Well, I think the the MSG factor is just kind of kismet. It's nice that it happens in in the Mecca. Curry's a good guy, and anyone that says he's not, I'm just saying he's not. I'm just no, no, and I understand. I understand you are. You're not disparaging him at all. It's it's nice. It's a reason to celebrate, and anytime there is a reason to celebrate um, for a good guy, a clean guy, this isn't um, um, someone cheating to to break a record. This isn't Barry Bonds hitting 76 and or breaking Hank's record. Yeah. This is this is a guy doing it, like an undersized guy, someone who wasn't like a, the underdogs, right? He was when he was drafted into the NBA, no one in the world would have thought he would be at this point point right now. Well, and, okay, I, and, I, I, heard, and I think that's a testament. The, I heard something that the way the game has changed since he started making shots from Never Neverland, like he does, and it, it could there was the one I I, I was watching the highlights. I didn't watch the game a whole bunch the other night. I did tune in, but I didn't watch the entire thing. But he was taking shots from almost half court. And it was just, it's crazy how he's changed the game a little bit and how the game has changed, how they're they are working. They, they don't work to the middle. It's not a, a shack in the middle getting getting the dump and getting two, two guaranteed points. They're working the ball outside a lot more. In college, it's been happening for a lot more because the three-point line is so much closer. But in the pro game, they're working – inside back out and taking these shots that these guys are making. And there's a lot of good shooters in the league now that weren't there 10 years ago, because now, you know what, you don't have to be a great big dude to play in the NBA anymore. 
it helps. Right. It mm-hmm. helps a lot. But if you're a, a mid-sized forward like a Steve Nash, could you imagine if Steve Nash could have been the shooting guy like Curry was or is now? Nash, the way he could he could pass the ball back 20 years ago now. Jeez, we're getting old. But you know what? I, like it, you have Nash's skill set. If he was able to shoot like they 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 are nowadays, Sky would have been limber for that guy. Well, and and then that's that's the thing. And 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 the players like they're like getting sport, everybody's faster, stronger. Um, to be open, like they they guard him. Not every one of these three pointers has been like a wide open shot, right? No, there's been people in his face, like to be able to like take the pass, hit the ground, and then just elevate into a jump shot immediately. Like they have no time. Like in the 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 skill set and re- re- reflexes that these guys have is unbelievable to me. I I can't even fathom how how one can do that and and the range and it's it's like any sport like there's more people playing they're playing better they're training better they're eating properly they're taking care of their bodies they have a team around them i I imagine it's not just golden state is taking care of his training and eating regimen he has someone on staff telling him what to eat when to lift when to run when to get on the bike and and i even saw he in the there was an article I read a little bit ago. He was having chronic, I want to say, ankle problems in his first two, three years in the league. And he and was his, almost out. Yeah, he right. was almost out of the league. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and, now, was, and now he makes fifty million bucks a year. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And then there's this person. I don't. I don't know what exactly their profession was. Not a physiotherapist. Not this. But like some kind of athletic trainer that actually trained him to move his body different and run different. And then like, and that took a lot of time. And then that took the stress off his, his ankles. And like, to I be able someone to tell it, me to run a little bit, not just different, just run a little bit, but hold on a start but, another day. <laughs> but to a, have that technology and, and, and yeah, know no, how it's to just do different. that. And then the, 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 the dedication to your craft as well as the, I don't know, the perseverance to say, I got to learn how to run different. Well, do you want to keep hurting your ankles? No. Well, then try. You want to keep playing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like golfers in reworking their their swing, right? Like after eight years, your body changes and now you're going to have to rework your swing and you're going to have to learn how to swing different. Something you've been doing your entire life and and it works. And and you know what? 40 years ago, Steph Curry might have been out of the league in four years because he couldn't stay healthy. And he wasn't big enough. Right. Right. He's a, like, he's, there, he's a there was dude. like, you know, we, we shouldn't say because, you know, you had Muggsy Bogues and, and, and the like and Spud Webb that but they were outliers and they and they got a lot more hype than what they, they did. They were just on the team. They, they didn't play very much. And it was a lot of we, we know their names because of how small they were in comparison. And they, they, they didn't play a whole bunch. But uh, you admire a guy who, who seems like a good guy. Um, can shoot like no one's business, change the game. Now there's kids who are they're they're not saying Kobe anymore when they take a shot at the basket in the at school. They're, they're, it's uh, it's Steph Curry, right? It it's changed the game completely, and he's uh, I mean, Golden State, man, like how they were just unbelievable. They didn't have is his legacy a bit tarnished? Yeah, he's got this record now, but they should have won a lot more championships in their heyday than they did. I wouldn't say that. True, they lost one to um, 
LeBron, that one they for sure should have won. Well, LeBron was on a bit of a mission on that one, though. But still, the without that LeBron block, they win that series. That um, play was F. I know, and you, you talk block, about LeBron. Yeah. Everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. When yeah. he came out of Never Never Land across the court like that, that was unbelievable. Yeah. So the Sunday night, I remember that vividly. Yeah, yeah, that and was. I'm, so, and I'm not I, an association guy, but I watched that game. It was awesome. Same, same. I did not watch the game, but I saw the highlight, and I like I ha- you have to hit your tip your hat to that. Yeah. That was it. Like the when you say the block, LeBron yeah. the block, everybody knows what you're talking about. It's crazy. Um, uh, and then they probably injuries. Uh, Raptors took that one from them, but they had injuries, right? Uh, Durant got hurt. Durant got hurt, yeah. and uh, what's his name? The, the the other shooter got hurt too. Well, I, um, I, I don't know enough about it. Jim Jim will correct us later on. Tonight, I'm sure. Right, we'll but, 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 but they. The other half, the Splash Brothers, uh, got hurt as well. That's I mean, so. I was gonna, I was gonna ask a question later on in the show, uh, but is there a sport? And it's like for me, it's basketball. I wish I had the commitment and the time to watch basketball because, like, when I watch the last two minutes of an NCAA game or I follow a team and the the, the tournament time, I wish I watched it more. But I just don't. Okay, I don't have the time to get committed enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't have a, um, I don't have time, not the fucking time in my hands, but do you know what I, like, I, I, I would love to be able to watch more basketball because it, it, especially NCAA stuff, because it's, I'm a big NCAA a football guy. I would love to get into it. But I just can't find the time for some reason. I don't know why. Well, because you don't have the time because the last five minutes of a game takes 30 minutes. Yeah. And here, and like, and I've thought about this as well. And, and and obviously, NBA is a huge sport, and especially in the states and in Canada now, it's people love it, and and it draws so many eyeballs. But and that game, and that game done in two hours, Dave. A basketball game done is the two, the, the last five minutes. Obviously, takes a long time, but that game is done quick. And here's it my really is here's compared my to hockey and baseball, and football. People might say that it's like this for every sport, but basketball, it's it's literally the same thing every time. Either he makes it or he doesn't. He makes it or he doesn't. Like it, it's saying the court is too small. There's there's really you can see it, and and the the athletic performance and 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 capabilities of these athletes is unreal. I can't even imagine doing the things. Um, they do with the ball and 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 defending and and. And their reaction. It's amazing to me, their physical prowess. Yeah. But it's the same thing now a hundred times. Football, at least you got there's to too pass much scoring. Run. There's, yeah. It's like, yeah, there's too much scoring. And there's hockey, no defense and hockey, and hockey just, there's flow and yeah. ebbs and flows and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like, like you, could, you, could take a, you could take a little uh, a hook shot for two points or a slam dunk for two points, or a shot. It's just it's hard to do, but it happens too often. Right. It, it's just, it's just same, same that I think like, you know, I'd, I'd almost rather watch NASCAR than NBA. In the new year, I'm going to get back on my, more Duke, NASCAR. My, 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 my Duke blue devils on their, on their, on Mike Krzyzewski's, uh We still don't know how to spell that name, but uh, uh, we'll get on that in the, uh, in the new year for sure. Anyways, Dave, uh, no, Steph Curry's what, what record would you compare it to? Would it be, 
this might be downplaying it. Like, uh, who was that? Chris Russell got the uh, all-time shots blocked record for the Oilers uh, a week and a half ago. Would you compare it kind of sort of the most three-point shots? No, I mean, no, no, I I a little more. Oh yeah, without a doubt, more because the blocking a shot doesn't mean that was going to go in. Whereas a three pointer is a three pointer. You're putting three on the board as opposed to two. So I would put it to no. How about uh, game winning field goals? Well, but you don't get enough chances to get those. No, but someone has the record of most game winning field goals. Yeah. And you'll never hear from that guy again. Well, probably, unless, like, like it's probably five. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I have no idea. I would, who, was I would that, who, who was that kicker? That stupid kicker, Vandejet, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The, our idiot kicker, our idiot kicker, shoots his mouth yeah. off. I, I would bet the game-winning field goal is the guy that went from the Pats to Indy. Um, not Vandejet, but uh, no, 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 no. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That's he, a comparable he, record. Like it's a record. Like, it's it's a record, and good for you. It's like you 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 accomplish something. And I have the most you, assists. Like in hockey, like hockey, I have the most assists. People want the most goals. You know, well, you know, Jumbo Joe is a household. But, but when if if if, if when uh, Ovi passes uh, Gretzky's record, they're gonna remember that. Mm-hmm. No one's when someone passes Gretzky's assist record. They'll be like, all right. Well, how about that in, in know, ball? Then, like most triples hit ever. Who's who's the who's hit more triples than anybody in ball? Fuck, I, I I wouldn't have it. Wouldn't even Ricky, probably Rick. I would imagine it's someone probably like uh, Brooks Robinson, Babe or Brock. It's it's a name we've heard of. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, now records Anyways. are fun, but it, it, and they get because. There's so much, there's so there's podcasts, there's sports radio, there's this, there's that, and everything else. So you, you hear about these records that don't, they're not really records, but they're records. So you, you get talked about a lot. So gave us 15 minutes to talk anyways tonight. Anyways, the 1420 podcast, four beer worth of sports talk, and an eggnog tonight. How's that sound, Dave? And an eggnog for uh, to start things off. I got my next beer sitting right there. I'm looking at her. There we go. Dave, last show we talked about the uh, NHL players going to the Olympics. Uh, I tell you what, we we both agreed they're probably not going to go. This week we have the, uh, in all sports, in football, uh, basketball, and in in hockey, especially in hockey, there's teams getting shut down. The Flames haven't played. They have a staff and players up to 30 30 people on the Flames now have the the COVID protocol what they have, what they don't have, I, who knows? Uh, none of our business, but uh, it'll never get let out. Um, this isn't a political thing, but it's just the facts that there are, are games getting canceled. Tonight, the Colorado Avalanche had one goaltender, five defensemen, 11, 11 forwards, um, probably have an emergency backup goaltender. It's not good. Um, throughout the league, games are getting canceled. Uh, the, the Toronto Bay Police uh, coach, Sheldon Keefe, said, I, I don't know what's going on. I just want to get back home to my family and be safe. There's things going on with the, the coronavirus. We're two years into this, 21 months now. The holiday season's coming up. Dave, should the NHL just, one, should the players just say, you know what, we're not going to the Olympics? And two, should they call her good, regroup for two weeks, and just go, okay, 
we need to stop because tonight the the Flyers were in in uh, Montreal. They ain't playing or they're playing with no fans. Toronto's going to have half capacity for the next game. Ottawa as well. Should the NHL just go, okay, let's regroup here because something's going sideways here and we can't, we can't afford to go on like this. I hear what you're saying. I don't know if they do a hard stop, if this is going to help. And the reason I say that is because now the players have nothing to do for two weeks. And you think, you think all these players are just going to hang out at home and, and sequester and mm. quarantine on their own. They're going to go out and do something. It's like, sweet, two-week holiday in the middle of the season. I'm double back, so I can go out and do shit. And they're going to go out and do shit. They're going to hang out with family. They're going to go to the mall. They're going to go do this. And and I don't know the answer. Like, this is, like we talked off the air, this is the most frustrating thing ever, right? You get, every, everybody's in the NHL, save one person, is double vaccinated. Unless they're showing up with fake cards, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they are. They're catching this goddamn thing again. And Oh, not again. They're they're still catching it. Like so more catching well, it now with being vaccinated than we're catching it unvaccinated. And and apparently but maybe, but maybe but maybe that's because when they were unvaccinated, we were we were apart more. Well, I, I look and I, right? I, 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 I don't know. And, I'm not a doctor. And, and apparently this Omicron virus is is not as um to use the term deadly as the, the Delta and the, the original version. But it's, it's far more communicable. Like it has a doubling time of every three days, which petrifies me again. Like, because like if, God damn, the, like if the hospitals are going to get overrun again. And, and that's all I know when, when these waves hit, be a hater, be a, be an anti-vaxxer, be a whoever the fuck you want. All I know is that all the ICUs in Alberta were full. And they opened up emergency wings of intensive care units and people that needed uh, elective surgery. And when I say elective surgery, I mean cancer treatments. I mean, I mean cancer surgeries. I mean, whatever, heart transplants and everything. Those surgeries were being canceled because the, the hospital was full. And 90% of those people in ICU, which obviously take the most um, trained staff and the most equipment and cost the most money. 90% of those assholes were anti-vaxxers. And so I'm grateful that this, uh, this new variant is, isn't affecting people as severely as the, the last couple, but the, but the fact that it's now more communicable and we still got these anti-vax donkeys running around. They're going to fill up the hospitals again. And that, they, that, that, that scares me. The, the thing is, is that now, now you've got people who are double vaxxed and everything else. And they're, they're, they're getting this, this. They're still getting it. I don't get it. Let's not t- get too scientific. It's, you know, it's Christmas and sports and everything else. I, I, should the NHL one, should the, actually, should the owners say, okay, we're not, we're not going to the Olympics, like right off the hop. 
we're not we're, we're not i pay your fucking salary like we talked to tonight i pay your salary here's the deal if you go we can't you're you, you got to have your own insurance what because there's there it's just they can't play in their own country let alone or in their own home hometown let alone play overseas that document's already already been signed. The NHLPA owns the rights to the, the choice. And I, I don't think, like I obviously haven't seen the contract, it's up to the players. It's 100% up to the players. The NHL, the owners for sure do not want anybody going there. But now, like, let's think about this. If they I'm, never really have because that, that's two weeks of, of uh, revenue and everything else, and it's just it's ridiculous. Yes, they right. play games later on, but they they, they – the owners have never really wanted the, the the players to go. No, and I agree, and I agree with that. But but it's it's something the players want. It's something the the players bargain for, and is this something? It's a right the players have uh, have earned and deserved. So here's my thing. Like so for the Olympics, like so if you're uh, let's use the two Alberta teams, they like Drysaddle and McDavid, or Goudreau and Kachuk in Calgary. Are you gonna go like now? Like you, you guys are actually pretty good and sniffing. Like you, you, you really got a chance here this year, uh, losing streaks uh, notwithstanding. But then if you're the other Kachuk in Ottawa who doesn't have a chance, fuck, why not? Like I'll go because you know an Olympic gold medal isn't. And not be sneezed at. To get... We were kind of be funny sneezing and everything else, but well, it's not right. to be sneezed at. But especially in a year where you don't have a chance to win the cup, like if I was but, a superstar for, for well, a lesser team, the, the playoff teams right now are, are they're bought and paid. Like they're not bought and paid for, but they're they're called for, man. If you're not if you're not uh, ninth and down, you're you're not getting in. It's already you you know who's in. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would volunteer my services if I'm playing for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Sure, why not? Fuck, I'm we're not like, like honestly, up. why not? Because we're not gonna we're not gonna win. We don't have a we're not gonna make the playoffs. So you know what? And if I get uh, if I get the vid and have to hang out in a hotel for two more weeks in China, you know, a I can afford it, and b my team's gonna get a better. Uh, see, that's the one that scares me. You're gonna be hanging with your bros, though. I'm. I'm not. No, I'm not sure. I don't know how China. That's the run. one that scares me. Hanging out in that country, but like under that rule, that's the one that scares me. We talked about the other night, Dave. Do you, do you think that maybe like with the Colorado deal tonight? And I, I don't know if we talked about it, I heard it on a different show or whatever it was. But do you think with Colorado having down to one goaltender tonight, they're gonna to have the the e-bug, the emergency backup goaltender. Do you think it's time for the NHL to have the um, permanent third-string goaltender on the roster? It doesn't hurt your it doesn't hurt your cap, but you can you have a guy who's there just in case, not a guy who's in the minors, but a guy who travels with the team and plays nonstop. Um, doesn't have a huge salary, but he's good enough just in case. Instead of having a guy who drove a Zamboni like David Ayers did um, in, in Toronto a couple of years back, do you think it's time for the NHL to have a taxi squad of guys who, just in case that they're just there, expand your roster a little bit to to do that? Yes, on the taxi squad, but no, you don't need a third goalie. 
like what has it been like twice in the last 15 years where someone's actually been needed yeah, i would play? i would love that gig man driving flying around with the team Could of you course you would oh, it'd be oh, like a oh. bullpen catcher right so no <laughs> like no on the third goalie because just stop it like figure it out it, it happens so rarely um this taxi squad thing, though, like I, I think it has to happen. I think the NHL has to figure it out how a team can have a group of players that can have your black aces. Well, let's call them black yeah. aces, like they do in the playoffs. Let's call yes. it like, have your black have four guys, black aces that don't hurt your cap, but they're because you have healthy scratches anyways. Have guys that are with the team that don't hurt your cap. Like you know, once Does that makes sense. Oh, for sure it does. Because, like, what did you say Colorado's playing with tonight? 15 guys in one game? Uh, 11, 5, and 1. Yeah. That, that's ridiculous. So you're eight players short. Like, that becomes a matter so now, of players, So now. Player safety and. and that's what and I was integ- Player safety. And, so now you got. And integrity you, of the game. Integrity of the game. And now you got guys playing more minutes than they should. So injuries happen. So all of a sudden, like, McCarr, McCarr was. He got pulled out of the game tonight. But let's say if Kale McCarr. Who's your franchise guy for for the next 10 years, 10, 15, 15 years probably? Um, and if let's say if he was playing tonight and he had to log 43 minutes, well, what about the next time and the next time, the next time? They get this whole thing, I think they need to shut it down and put guys back to how the bubble and the owners have to step in and say, hey, listen, here's the bottom line, man, because I think they got to shut it down. I, I really do. Because it, it's getting because every every minute you see another thing come up on on the app. This guy shut down. This guy but, shut down. This guy shut the, down. Where's the transmission happening? Happening? I don't know. I don't on the know. ice, like from team to team, like I, I, I don't do know. because with the Flames, right? They have this massive outbreak, and uh, uh, people from the Bruins and people from the Kings um, are coming up with the vid now too, right? So those are the last the the last two. Uh, um opponents and hockey more than any i can see how it spreads because it's you're close you're in scrums you're on the boards you're yeah. you're john and and, and beacon at each other from three inches away i don't know i didn't want to talk about covid ever again but it's not going away and it's it's, it's just it's it, it's frustrating on a a personal a personal thing just on, because you, you can't get away from it it's, it's tough it's it's getting we're 21 months into this it's still get it's, it's still just tough and just tired of it, man. I'm just yeah, tired I of it. I don't. I I don't understand. I I just want it to be gone. But yeah, what do you do? What are you gonna do? Anyways, the fourteen twenty podcast for beer we're sports talking a whole lot more. And every once in a while, we put a show up on uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, check us out there. It's it's a it's unrefined. Jim Jim hasn't got his bits on the ones get up on on YouTube. So there's no music and everything else. We just we're, we're blabbing and flapping our lips and. You can see our our our, uh, our facial reaction, and everything else. It's a lot of fun to to catch those. We'll try maybe get Jim to get uh, editing those as well. He's a very busy man, I know. He's got a big show in Parkville on New Year's Eve. If you're listening in the BC uh, Vancouver Island area, make sure you get some tickets to go watch Jim uh, Jim Shore and his musical stylings. Dave, it's too bad that we're in weeks uh, 15, whatever, 14 of the NFL season that our, our good friend and, and good content addition, uh, Urban Meyer, got himself fired last night at the wee hours of the night. It would have been 
I don't know, 2.45 Eastern time, 12.45 here in Alberta. Uh, finally, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars told Herb to pack his shit and get the fuck out. Um, conspiracy theories aside, that was a marriage just went bad from the get-go. From d- day one, when he uh, invited t- Tim Tebow to camp to be a, a tight end or whatever it was, and then he uh, basically hasn't had a good run with uh, Trevor Lawrence and Herbs uh, out as the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll get into the coaching thing a little bit later, but or all, more. But Dave, the the Urban Meyer situation and the experiment, it, it didn't go well. And some news came out yesterday. As you're going to talk, we talked about it off air a little bit. And this was Jacksonville's out because it was a $60 million out. I think that they got very, very lucky. Some news came out yesterday. Go ahead, Dave. Well, like what I read, like I think Lambo was his kicker. I don't know when it happened. It was early in the season. And uh, he had missed some kicks in a game. And he was stretching out of the field. And then Urban Meyer, he, uh, Lambo, the kicker, described it as he was in a lunge stretch position uh like the one leg out one leg behind and like stretching it out and and herb came up and fucking kicked him in the leg and uh hey dipshit how about making starting to make some fucking kicks and kicked him yeah right in the leg and uh he goes he just fucking kicked me on the on the goddamn coach i'll kick anyone i want to it was uh, Herb's response. I'm paraphrasing. See, we talked about this on last, last show, Dave. We, we, you know, it's it's funny how we talked about how you get away with that in college because we can we can bury you, but when you're in the pros, I'm the best kicker. I'm one of the 30 best kickers in the league or 30 best quarterbacks, 30 best whatever. Fuck you, coach. Watch this. You're gone. And sure as shit, Herb's gone. Because that and and it was a lucky thing for the Jacksonville uh, owner to come out and step in because now he, <coughs> I, I can get rid of this jackass because everything he's done since I signed him to this contract hasn't been good. I'm not an agent. I'm not a lawyer. I, I don't know contracts, but I'm fairly certain that every contract has a stipulation for, I don't know, abuse against your fucking, your employees. You, you can't be kicking employees. So that yeah, was, I, so that that's the owners out to get out of that $60 million deal. And it's one of those things too, because this was reported months ago. Like the the, the kicker reported yeah. it the next day, the next day, yeah. and so they've been sitting on it. Like for whatever reason, we haven't heard about it. The only reason that even came out is because he uh, offered an article, uh, an interview to uh, a reporter in in the Jacksonville area, and that's how it got out. So, like you know, if they want to use that, whatever. But another big picture, it's a pretty, it's pretty small. It's a pretty, I'm not saying go and kick your employees, but big picture, it's a pretty minute situation, but that's yeah. some, that that's their out. Well, yeah, like, you know, if you violate uh, uh, employee, employer protocol, uh, relations or protocol and like, and, 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 and kicking, I, I imagine that falls under the, the umbrella of physical abuse. You're not allowed yeah. to punch a guy. So I, you're not going to be able to, allowed to boot someone in the, you know, another another region or whatever it is. As they're lunge. stretching, yeah, yeah, and Def- and you know, a defenseless kicker, right? Like uh, who's whatever. not who's not there to fend to fight, right? Like yeah. he's just stretching it out. Um, that what's his name? Saad Khan, I believe, is his name. The owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, 
like we've said time and time again. Swedish. Are, is he? Sodcon, I doubt it. No, he looks East Asian to me. Yeah, he's um, not Swedish. So I just do it. <laughs> but nonetheless, he uh, he's a billionaire. Like, because this is a toy for him, and 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 they want to be successful. I honestly believe he wants to be successful, and it's just one of these things. I like this isn't normal business. The running, owning a professional football franchise is not normal business. You have to have the right people in every single position to be successful, and and if you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to do it because. I believe he thought he was doing it the right way. Like he's trying. He want he doesn't want to put out a pile of shit there everything every week. And and it's like fuck it. I'm done listening to the experts. I'm gonna hire Herb. Yeah. He's one he's won his whole life. So why can't he live this? And like fuck it. That's how I got successful in business by not listening to the experts and doing it my own way. And then he hired Urban. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go again. And that's the and thing, now, Dave, is it, you, you look at all these other hirings that happen through it, it's, it's football, especially. Maybe I got my blinders on, but in football, especially, all these guys that get hired for coaching jobs are underlings of. He was this guy of. He was the defensive coordinator for Belichick. He was this guy tree. for Belichick. Yeah. Everybody he was the coaching tree. He yeah. was this guy. Like, but maybe they're only good at that. Like maybe they're only good at the defensive coordinator. They don't know how to, and being a coach is one thing, but handling other personalities and managing, managing managers, it's, it's a different gig. Like to, to say, well, you're good. You're good at your job. Do you want to do this? No, I I'm good at this job. I can do this. But then ego takes over, especially in football, because there's, it's an ego-driven sport, a lot more, than I believe, than the other ones. Whereas I can do this. and But hiring somebody because he was good at this, it's like, it's like dating a hot girl's sister because the, the hot girl. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I just find it strange that these guys get jobs because they were coaches with that coach. Like, if, let's just say you want to date Jenner, Jennifer Aniston because she's hot, but I'll settle for her little sister. Because you couldn't get Belichick. You, you, you get somebody that coached with Belichick because his ideas might come with you. No, Belichick's got a different ideas, right? A different way of handling people. Like, you, you want a Jennifer Aniston, you get Sally Aniston. You know what I mean? No, like, your analogy is falling flat, but you're, you're completely correct. Right. You want to learn. You want you want what Belichick is. You can't hire Belichick. So you want someone that is trained at Belichick. Like it's 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 more like the the, the proper analogy would be I want a lawyer who's who got a, their degree from Harvard, because when they come from Harvard, I do know the exposure they've had. I do know that they've been inside the rooms and, and seen and, and heard from greatness. That's what. Belichick is like 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 him or hate him he's great he's a great fucking coach and everybody that's in the room whether you're you're learning from him or just listening to him there's a difference right there's being a soldier and there's being a leader and then once you become one of the coordinators I then like, like now are you ready to take the next step and become the leader of your own team but you can't 
learning how to manage managers and manage people that's it's it's a lot tougher than telling people what to like it's it's different and it is different and 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 you and, and it's a different skill set and you have to be able to to choose and it's not just about knowing how to go about your day-to-day it's knowing about who you're going to hire to carry out your vision going forward and if you don't have the feel for that and the knowledge for that or the micromanagement for that and if you're not like if you don't have the eye for talent you're relying on someone else to have that eye for the talent you know then you're 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 putting your job and livelihood into someone else's hands flag that should have been a flag i'm watching the kc uh chargers game i got it in front of me here 11 seconds left and uh watch this Took him down right there. Pushed him. Tripped him. Oh, maybe no, uncatchable. Suck. I Anyways, apologize. Herb, Herb, we're gonna miss you. We're gonna miss your. Uh, I'm your... not gonna miss him if I don't. No, we're gonna miss his, that... it's, it's easy Fuck content. That guy. easy content. I we don't hear in the Urban 1420 Meyer. podcast, Dave. We don't talk scores. We don't talk uh, who's the best. We talk about shitty things and shitty people and shitty coaches because it's easy to pick on. I'm going to miss Herb because it was easy content week after week. No, no, no. I hated that guy when he was in Florida. No, I hate him him too, so it's easy to talk I hate him. You never talk about good guys. You talk about bad guys. We talked about Steph Curry a little bit tonight, but we've been talking about about Herb for weeks in a row now. Yeah, but that's content I'm willing to lose. We can always talk about some other jackass. Herb, I'm going to miss you, but you know what? Somebody else is going to take your place on the fucking 1420 wall of shame. There's no getting around that. Anyways... 1420 podcast. We are everywhere your podcast. Dave, you got a whole Christmas segment coming up for us right away. Oh, whole page. Look at that, brother. Jesus. There's a lot of fucking blank spots on that. Well, no, I think it was just because it was too far away. Oh, okay. Dave, the 1420 sports podcast. We're burning a whole lot more. Bing Crosby, that son of a bitch. He dreams of a winter wonderland and a white Christmas every year. And he got it uh, here in Medicine Hat and, like you said, in Lethbridge, Alberta there. But I don't mind a white Christmas. And I, I really don't mind the, the winter wonderland. I love the Christmas season. It's a great, it's great. People are smiling, having drinks and being festive. And you see people you haven't seen for a, a year and everything else. And the, the music and the songs and the food and, and all of it. it it's, I, I think Christmas is great. You, um, you sent me a message last night about you had a, a spot to do here and, and, and the thing about Christmas. No sports involved. Dave, uh, talk about uh, a little bit of Christmas, my friend, because I, I love it. Well, you know, Christmas, like, it's 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 that time of year, and, and everybody has their different uh, traditions. They, they, they have their gatherings with their friends and their families. It's, it's the one time of year love them or hate them, you're going to see your family, love them or hate them, you're going to see some friends and people you, you may or may not want to. And, and we all put a smile on our face and we enjoy the moment because it's nice. It's nice when you when you, when you come together for a common cause. It's nice when you uh, are able to, to catch up and see people you haven't seen for a bit. So on that note, it's uh, the, I have a bunch of Christmas stuff on the paper in front of me. And so what I'm going to say to you, I'm going to ask you, like, this is kind of just a conglomeration. Um, I have one or two fuck, Mary kills. I have 
um, movies. I have uh, I have movies. I have music. I have food. Where would you like to go first? Oh, I uh, Christmas music for ten, Dave. I for don't ten points or whatever, but yeah. Well, no, there's 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 no points. Is there? It, 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 this one's a yes or no question, actually. Is there a group that owes their success more to a single Christmas song than Boney M? Uh, fuck. Probably not. But Boney M has Mary's Boy Child and Rasputin, and that's it. Uh, do they not have another Christmas song? I don't know. I know they have a Christmas album, but I think it's just Mary's Boy Child Jesus Christ on, on a uh, Boney M may <laughs> owe their their careers to to the the Christmas season because Deanne and her family they think every like they, they think Rasputin's a Christmas song because it's just because <laughs> no they don't think it's a Christmas song, but they, they act like it's a Christmas song. Because because, of the, because Boney M is just Christmas. That, that's what it is, and that, like, they don't. Like, they know Rasputin's not a Christmas guy, but they, Deanne and her brother, definitely treat Ras, uh, Boney M as the Christmas band. Get it? Yes. I do believe that Mariah Carey actually owes her career more to her song than Boney M does. Oh, I, do, I totally disagree. Mariah I, had Mariah, Mariah had, had some hits. songs, but she skyrocketed and she's made so much more money off of that song. She's more famous for her All I Want for Christmas and You ratio-wise than Boney M is for racial. Do you know what I'm getting oh, at? No, I, I do know, but no, everybody knew who Mariah Carey was. Before uh, her Christmas song. Yeah. Everybody did. But nobody knew Bodie M. Yeah. Like, what, next time you see Deanne, ask, make sure you ask her about how they're, they're We Bodie will M talk about song. it for sure. Well, I, like, we'll get together for, for drinks. Before we'll have an eggnog together around the fire about uh, Bodie M and Christmas. But yeah, because every Bodie M song is a Christmas song it, to her family. It's quite funny, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just gonna take control. I want you to I want you to rank these movies. These are the kid movies mm-hmm. that uh, that I remember. The animated Grinch uh movie, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with uh the, the misfit and the bottle yeah. of Soul Man. Santa Claus is coming to town. You remember that one? Yeah, with with the redhead Santa and Frosty the Snowman. Rank those. Grinch, Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town and Frosty. Santa for Santa for Frosty three, Grinch two, Rudolph one. Okay, I got Grinch one, Frosty last place by a mile. I didn't like that one at all. I didn't think that was very good. And then, uh, I remember that Santa Claus coming to town with the redhead Santa when he was young and everything. Yeah. I remember that movie actually scaring me a little bit with the fire guy and the and the 
Rudolph number one. I think Rudolph's number one. Like it's not even close. It's not even close. Grinch is up there, but Rudolph is number one. The Maybe. Jim Car- the Jim Carrey vehicle, like I'm talking like a fucking like I know what I'm talking about. That that Grinch movie is really good with Jim Carrey. I never That's watched a it. Good Chris. It's really good, Dave. I, I would sit the family down and watch that like tomorrow. Homework assignment. Okay. Is it <laughs> is is it PG? Can I watch it with my kid? Oh yeah. 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 Speaking of PG movies. Both, neither, or one. Gremlins and Die Hard. Are they Christmas movies? No. Gremlins, they both happened at Christmas. I think Gremlins, I think Gremlins is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard is. Um, Gremlins to me, because there's a gift and it went sideways, and then at the end of it, it all turns out okay and the snow's falling when they come and get the Mogwai back. I think that's a nice ending. There's a lot of shit in the middle, but <laughs> I think that's more of a Christmas movie than, than, than Die Hard. Indeed, there's not, well, there's a Christmas party. Yeah. And interesting. And, and Bruce Willis himself says it's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard's not, not a Christmas movie. Let's, let's put that debate to bed. Die Hard is not a, Christmas, not a movie. Christmas movie. I will say that that Gremlins, Gremlins isn't either. It's not. It is. It's, it's set at Christmas time. But it, but but the whole cause of the the premise of the movie was because of a gift, a Christmas gift. So yeah, it's a Christmas movie. It is kind of a Christmas movie. Well, it, well, it, it is, and the and the one person has uh, tells the story about their dad got stuck in the chimney and died in a chimney at Christmas, right? Yeah. The girlfriend. Gremlins so. is a Christmas movie. The other one is no. Die Hard is not. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It was a movie set at at Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah, because it's in L.A. too. There's no snow or anything like that. Yeah. Food. Would you rather have this? Is from Christmas Carols. Would you rather have Chestnuts roasted on an open fire or some figgy pudding? What is figgy pudding? I have no idea. I can't have nuts because I'm allergic. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to go with figgy pudding, I guess. I would imagine it would be oh, like... Fig, is it Fig Newtons? Fig Newtons, yeah. I didn't mind Fig Newtons as a kid. <laughs> like, I didn't mind Fig Newtons. They were t- a tasty like the thing in the middle. Like, I didn't mind Fig Newtons. Oh, so maybe... Do they even make those anymore? Fig Newtons, I haven't looked for them. I gotta assume, like, because I, I I do believe, like, with kind of that shortbread, not yeah, yeah, kind of like cookie brown shit in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that, I didn't mind Fig Newtons. I think it was only because they were there. But I agree with you. I I, I, I like we said before in, in the past. If something's sweetened from me, I'll eat the guts out of it, man. I don't care. Well, and and it's just because it's not in front of me anymore. It doesn't mean it wasn't good. Um. So. Yeah, I'm I don't going, know. I'm going like that, like that. That that jam in the middle was made out of fish. Really? What is no? Was it um, like mincemeat? Oh, mincemeat can jam it. I remember that shit. I didn't mind mincemeat mince meat pies. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, all I right. Like I don't think there's no meat yeah. in it. It's just like mince. It's like I, fruit I don't rind. know. Yeah, we'll have to I don't look know. that up. Margaret made I think, it all the time. I don't know. Oh, she made it from scratch. 
Uh, nuts and bolts or rum balls? Nuts and bolts. No. Oh, I'm big nuts and I, I make a batch of nuts and bolts every year. Rum balls. Oh, rum balls. I can't remember the last time I had a rum ball. Like, you know, that's the thing I miss a little bit. You know, when you were a kid and you would go over to aunts and uncles and grandpa and grandpa, there was always baking on the table. Always baking on the table. We're still pretty big on that. Like, Deanne does the stuff, but mom still does it. Um, then, when, like, she's going out there tomorrow uh, or a Saturday, sorry. There's always just snacks and stuff and things. And there's something dad always would just like, you got it. Gotta be something, gotta be something. And always picking and eating. I love it, man. Like oh, four I or five, it. like like there was the rum balls, and like there was always a peanut butter ball. There's a shortbread cookie, there's a gingerbread cookie. So like yeah. uh and then like so just this like almond bark or peppermint bark, that peppermint. white chocolate peppermint. Oh, yeah. I'm an almond guy on that one. Oh, because you're the sweet bitch. Yeah. Um I gingerbread. am a sweet bitch. <laughs> gingerbread or shortbread? gingerbread shortbread dries a camel's ass oh but it just melts in your mouth and with it just dries a camel's ass and the only actual flavor that shortbread has is the icing like the the rest of it's just tasty and i I don't know man disagree i think i just like flour and butter because i prefer i like a gingerbread go get some fucking wonder bread then i don't know whatever no no i like it i i do i do i don't mind like and i i cannot stand an over iced cookie like when all i taste is that sugar it just drives me bonkers oh drives me bonkers um oh i love christmas i love it so much the music, the food, the sweets, the drinking, and the whole... I love it. Better Christmas drinking, eggnog or a hot apple cider? I'm going to go with the uh, with the the, the nog, uh, but I, had, I don't think I've had an apple, uh, an apple cider in, oh, Jesus, 20 years. So I'll go with the nog. But like I said, I have a problem with, uh, with spice rum. I get goofy and it, it tastes like candy and they, they go down like candy. Wait till you have it with your nog, man. Don't do that on a school night then. Oh, I know. I'm well aware. I do I do uh, spice rum once a year and I, I plan ahead. Uh, better anti, well, not, not anti-Christmas, like a warp Christmas movie. Bad Santa or Scrooged? Oof. Anti-Christmas probably Scrooge or, or Bad Santa. Um, Scrooge has a good ending. I like Scrooge. That's I, I like Bad Bad Santa is my one of my favorite movies. Like I the first time I watched that movie, I laughed so friggin' hard. God did I laugh at that movie? It's Granny Spry. I don't know if you remember that, but I've watched that movie a lot. Okay, last one. Yeah. Fuck Mary Kill. Buddy Buddy the Elf. Kevin from Home Alone. Clark Griswold. Well, I'm not gonna have sex with any of them. Well, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Trade release sign. Trade release sign. Buddy. Trade release sign. Buddy. Kevin McAllister or Clark Griswold. The Clark. And Kevin, trade release sign. Oh, 
I'm releasing body because I couldn't take that every day all day. Get it, get out, get, get out. I, I'm just, I, hey man, you're great, I, but I can't. Like, I appreciate the effort, but I can't. But yeah, not every you're, day. You're a lot more effort than than good. So I'm releasing body. Oh, I'm signing Clark. I'm signing Clark Griswold to a lifetime contract, whatever he wants. He wants to do so good. And he, he just, he. His heart's in the right place. His heart's the right pro- place. He just, he's a, he's he, a he, provider. And he, he, he's got it. He's got it all together. So I'm signing Clark Griswold for life. And I'm trading, uh, I'm trading Kevin. Uh, I'm trading Kevin. Cause it's like, dude, you're a headache, man. Like you're 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 doing like you eventually catch on, but I don't have time in my life for you to catch on. You know what I mean? I I do. I think I like, and I'm just the opposite. I'm I'm marrying Clark. I'm gonna sign Clark to the lifetime because a he's a provider. He's just yeah. he, he's just trying a little too hard. Kevin, it would be a lot of work. Oh yeah. Whereas I think if you had Buddy on task all the time he would be he would be a keeper <laughs> okay we're, i disagree i think i think buddy's just too he's too hopped up on candy canes all the yeah, time. yeah but Matt. you see him like you know, the, you know that'd be cheap to feed just candy cane and maple syrup and let him go and then uh, he'd mow your lawn he would do he would do anything you asked him to That's you see true. that guy you see that's that guy true. throw so That's true. Is where, where Kevin's why why I'm not doing that. So we'll we'll agree disagree on that one. But I I, I just I can't have rainbows and unicorns flying out my ass all the time. Like sometimes you got like just tease his buddy man. Shut up. But no. you know if you if you put him in the basement. But I do like, wish it'd be Christmas every day. So may I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Clark, sign for life. Release Kevin and trade for Buddy and keep yeah. Buddy. Well, keep yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. We know what we're saying. No, that's a yeah. good segment, Dave. That was uh, it's Christmas. Do we, do we got one more showing us before Christmas, before uh, the holidays. I uh, will find a time next week. Uh, a week from today is the twenty third. Yeah. So we'll sneak one in on Monday. Monday's and the twenty first, we'll, and we'll go from there and see, and see, then we'll how see what go. happens. Yeah. But anyway, that was a lot of fun because it's the Christmas season and drinking and eating and joyous and meeting people and everything else. It's it's the best. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I, I really do believe that. Anyways, Dave, uh, Herb's gone. So we got to find someone else to talk about next week. I don't know. Well, you know, we didn't talk about him that much because, like, this was a disaster and. And good on him. Like and now, I I I imagine if he wants to coach at any college, he he'll get that job. But he's a little bit unhirable right now. And the only the only uh, thing that that sticks in my craw a little bit is he's sitting on fifty million dollars from the time that he coached. It's like so it doesn't hurt him. It's just a blow to his ego. Uh, he'll be he'll be okay. He'll be on the uh, Fox. Uh, Big Ten uh, thing uh, next Saturday. He's only fifty-seven too. I thought he would have been an older. Ah, he's only at ten years on me. Yeah, I heard yeah. it today. I was like, Jesus, he looks one hundred and six. 
Yeah. Either he looks old or we look good. Well, one of the two. Like I, I guess. Lean towards us looking good. Yeah, maybe it's that fat wallet that makes his hair gray. Yeah. Throws his hip out. Oh yeah, and then that's why he had to kick that guy. That's right. Anyways, Dave, uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on Saturday. But uh, the 1420 podcast, four viewers, sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More important, take care of yourself. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swinging high pitches. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a good weekend and uh, Merry Christmas.